0: Three, two, one. Welcome to Hungry Hip Hop, Potlick style reviews where we dish out the freshest takes on what these artists are serving up. We're looking for the spiciest bars, vibes, and production in order to expand our palettes and diversify our playlists. In today's episode, we will be reviewing Action Bronson's most recent album, Only for Dolphins. Action Bronson, an American rapper, writer, chef, and television presenter, in August 2012, he signed with Warner Bros. Records, but later moved to Atlantic Records. You might know him from his TV show, Fuck That's Delicious on Viceland. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. He's worked with artists like The Alchemist, um, Odd future members such as uh, Domo Genesis, Earl Sweatshirt. He worked with Mac Miller, a lot, a lot of my favorite artists. I know I found out about him back in 2013. Um, like I said, he worked with a lot of those LA rappers. Uh, I think he even did some work with Tyler, the Creator. Um, I know they were on, I think he was on some of the TV shows together. Um, he did a lot of uh, mixtapes. Uh, major label debut was Mr. Wonderful. Uh, very interesting album. Uh, had a feature from Chance the Rapper on it. Um, some pretty good songs on it. Uh, from Queens, New York. Uh, very, you could tell he has a very New York style to him, very New York sound. Heavily influenced by the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, sounds a lot like Ghostface Killer. So if you're into that sound, uh, you'll you should like him. Hopefully. Um, Not much else to say other than that, Um, besides he is a really good chef. Like cooking, like if he wasn't rapping, he'd probably just be cooking and making a ton of money doing that. Um, But yeah, uh, other than that, I'm excited to get into this album. So I'll start off with Alan. What did you think about Only for Dolphins?
1: This was freaking spicy. This man's a chef. He hit us with some spicy food. California is on fire and I know why it is this (laughs) album right here. Um, starting from the production, if you didn't tell me where this dude was from, I would have felt like this is an album that's take me back to like 1980s Miami Mm -hmm, where we just get a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Where we're just getting a lot of like these kind of smooth, jazzy inspired tracks. And there's, there's kind of an interlude song on this that, um, called Splash that I really love that makes where he kind of makes it sound like he has a fragrance line. And <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> it's super weird, but for me it works. I love the kind of like melodic singing he does across this album um, specifically on that track and then just going all the way through, it doesn't stay, overstay its welcome. The production is varied and it's good the whole way through. He comes with fire bars, so that's formula for a sick album, so I'll hand it off. To Milo
2: this is Milo live and in stereo and there's actually a, um a lot of promise in this album I think that this album could probably be one of the top contenders for most boring album of 2020 so uh, apart from it being a snore fest with oh respect to the content God. the I, I do have good things to say about it the soundscape I liked I really liked the sonic nature of the album and the jazzy beats that he was using the the music on splash even though i didn't like that weird voice splash i felt like i was watching <laughs> the last dragon all over again i don't know if you've seen that but <laughs> didn't <laughs> didn't like that but the music i really really liked and that's about all i, I wouldn't well i'll give my spice rating later on but i wasn't in love with any of the songs like for none of the songs that i ever like turn the volume up and get really into it so yo mark what's up
0: um yeah so let me just start by saying this as much as i love action bronson i don't like his albums i'm gonna be straight up with you um i don't like his album because i don't like his beats and that's probably because of where he's from (laughs) i really don't like new york beats or like it's like ever like the beats that new york rappers choose i almost never like them um on west coast till i die um but so almost all his features though whenever he's featured on you know some of my favorite rapper songs like i love him he kills it half the time um there's two songs on uh one of Damo on Damo genesis album no idols uh where he kills it uh, a song called Game Breaker and I can't remember the other one but there's like Earl on the song Vince Staples, all these other rappers and in my opinion Action Bronson takes the cake and so he's a great rapper but I just never like his albums in my opinion just because he just does not have great beats. That being said, I like this album like a pretty decent amount. The beats still weren't really my taste, like they were weird but like they worked. <laughs> they like they were like they weren't they weren't boring. I can at least say that. Like they weren't my style, but they weren't boring. Like they at the very least caught my attention. Especially the dolphin cells. Like I fucking love the dolphin cells. That killed it for like, me. <laughs> like that's what got me. It's like just like, my dog it's squeaking in the background it's just like it brought joy to my face like a big smile every time i heard it yeah oh my god this is amazing like it just sounded like this man was having like like when i heard splash i was like this man is having so much fun like this man is Definitely. having like it just sounds like this is such a carefree album. Like he was just like, fuck it, I wanna make an album and I wanna title it only for dolphins. I'm gonna put dolphin sounds all through this album and I'm gonna put a fucking Frankens commercial in the fucking middle of it. Like <laughs> it's just like he was having fucking fun, you know? Um you know, so I don't know, I liked it. And you know, like if this was if this was like a real like long, like hour long album, like I'll like Oh, like I probably wouldn't have liked this. I'll be straight up. But because this was, like, what, 35, 36 minutes?
1: 35,
0: yeah. 12 tracks, too. So, like, like, like if this was only, like, 10 tracks in 36 minutes, I probably wouldn't have liked it because all the songs would have been too long. If this was 12 tracks in an hour, I probably wouldn't have liked it because it would have been too long. But 12 tracks in 36 minutes, enough songs, all short enough, and the project in itself was short enough to where, like, it actually worked. Like, this was as carefree as it felt it also felt like i don't know like actually crafted too so i don't know like i think he did a really good job with it um yeah I, I really don't have much else to say like i I do kind of wish there would have been you know like some cool painting features that you know like i know he raps with a lot of my favorite rappers so i wish i would have saw some of them on here but I mean, regardless, like this, I mean, honestly, a little, like, I feel like he made this album while he was vacationing in Miami for a week or weekend, to be honest, if I'm being real, you know,
1: so. (laughs) Mark, I actually, uh, I wanted to follow up on one thing that you said that surprised me about this album. There's only two songs with features and none of them have, like, none of them are, like, huge names that would just listen to an album because someone was featured, like, we don't get. The, the usual young thug or whatever, but we have, uh, I think that's young Meiko on that first, the opener, Caporia uh, and then on Mongolia, um, hologram and mayhem Lauren who both are new names to me, mm-hmm. but I felt like contributed just enough. And I got to give them props to make an album without having a ton of features, because I do think, his career he's leaned on features pretty hard uh you had Mm -hmm. mentioned that he is featured on a lot of great rappers songs too Mm -hmm. and i think of him as a really like collaborative artist but i Mm -hmm. think for this album to be engaging for all 35 minutes and without a ton of features is kind of a testament in my mind to his creativity and how like much fun he had making it even if it is him in a room with a with a dolphin sound (laughs) and make a fire (laughs) album out of it
2: so I'm glad you brought up the dolphin sounds, Mark, because that reminded me of another reason why I wasn't too like excited about this album. So I mentioned the the soundscape's really nice, and I was mostly just talking about the music. The ad libs, really, I just really didn't enjoy including the dolphin sounds. Like it sounded like that episode of SpongeBob where Patrick and SpongeBob learned about <laughs> curse words for the first yeah. time. That just got annoying. And then all of the other weird stuff he'd be doing in the background with his voice or making little noises, it kind of reminded me of like what it would be like to be a schizophrenic. you like trying to listen and focus in on one thing and you've got they're following you. They're listening to your voice. They're tapping your phone lines. And all of this distraction going on. Didn't appreciate that. There's even a point in a song where he talked he used the word shit in the in the bar and some super mature artistic genius thought it would be great to put an actual like fart sound in the background because that's what we needed to accent that line oh my god okay milo i can, wasn't a big fan
1: <laughs> milo can i ask if you like this more or less than the pop bop, 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 gun sound that we
2: got? so milo, no that's <laughs> another it does not surprise me so this is the thing this album i've said a lot of bad things about this album but this album isn't bad because Ash, action bronson can rap he's a good rapper his lyrics just aren't super engaging mm-hmm. and his voice sounds a lot like west side gun it was kind of like really west side guns mario then action bronson is wario and just using kind of a like a different flavor. Instead of the red, we got the purple with the voice. And it doesn't surprise me that Action Bronson worked with Earl Sweatshirt because his vocal delivery and rapping style and just overall feel of his music feels a lot like Earl Sweatshirt. If both of them got, like, if Earl Sweatshirt got together with West Side Gun and they had a love child,
1: Action Bronson <laughs> would be that love child. For someone who, like, Says that you love New York style rap so much. You don't like you just, any you, of these New York niggas. You hate bro. every single New York rap <laughs> I don't like album. Any of New you. York every single one.
0: Not a goddamn one. Well, that's that's a lie. That's a lie. He did like six ix nine. ine He did like six nine. That's nine. true.
1: That my bad. He likes. Was the
0: only New York nigga he liked six nine. Oh, I
2: don't know. Sometimes empires go through dry snow <laughs> it happens there's a famine somebody starts a war they shouldn't start whatever it is and i don't oh, know what the deal goes. is with new york right now they tripping they need to, <laughs> they need to get it together
0: um i'm glad you i'm, I'm at least glad you made he could rap um i will say like he uh action brought him definitely is one of those people and you could tell very much throughout this album like he definitely has lines where he really is saying something sometimes but there are very far few between like most of the time he's just rapping to rap like um I know there's this a uh, noisy episode on YouTube you could find where Earl Sweatshirt, Mac Miller and Vince Staples were like noisy just like they just go to Mac's house and they're just kind of doing like a, like a mini doc it's like a 10 minute song but anyways Vince Staples is talking about how like when he raps, he has to talk about his life, right? Like all the shit that's going on in the hood. Like he has to rap about gang violence, the shit that's going on, you know? And how he wishes he could just rap about random shit like Action Bronson does, you know? (laughs) Uh, He like specifically names Action Bronson. And he like, how he thought that shit was so dope, how like he could just rap about whatever, you know? And I was like, that's true. Like when you hear Action Bronson rap, you know, he's just rapping about just random ass shit. Like it's like, uh, and the song cliffhanger. He does a Vampire in Brooklyn reference, talking about Eddie Murphy with long hair. Nigga, I saw Vampire in Brooklyn when I was, like, six, seven years old at my dad's house, bro. Like, that shit's crazy, dog. Like, are you kidding me? I haven't heard of Vampire in Brooklyn in forever, bro. Like, just random ass shit. I don't know. But, yeah, he is a good rapper. Uh, do you think he sounds like Ghostface Killer? Because, like, that's a, a lot of people say that. Even Ghostface says that.
1: That's such a – I've never heard that before. It's, hmm. it's like, kind of coming out of left field. I, it's it's hard for me to say yes or no. I'll have to go back and listen to, like, some Wu-Tang or just listen to Ghostface's solo stuff mm-hmm. uh, to hear that. But I think of, like, a Wu-Tang song as being more, like, serious and upfront. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to just say that. But that's interesting that people have said that. I'm definitely going to look for it now. For
0: sure, for sure. Cool, cool. Uh, Let's get some of these tracks, yo. Um, First track, one of my favorite lines of the whole album. All black Cherokee because I can't fit this body in a Lambo. Mm. (laughs) Loved it. As a big man myself, I love that line. It was a great line. <laughs> um and actually the first time around I wrote that I wasn't a fan of this beat and that's typical. But then taking time listening to it around, I was like, I'm liking this beat more and more. It was a very expansive instrumental. Um and it just kinda grew on me.
1: Um but yeah, what'd y'all think of that first track, Capoeira? I mean you already know I like enjoyed this whole album. It was a strong opener, like talking about he actually talks a lot of lines about cars, like you said about the Cherokee because he can't fit in the Lambo. But then he's coming he comes back later in in that verse and he talks about driving his Hummer down the railroad and uh and he just he loves to own like I'm a thick dude and I drive <laughs> these SUV cars and I and a recurring theme on the album is gonna be that He has no problem mentioning how fat he is um, at all. And I love how much he owns it. Um, And just that's a great tone to just say, this album is going to be hella fun. Mm -hmm. This album's not going to be super serious. You're going to love it if you're a fucking dolphin, Mm -hmm. which I am. Uh, So great opener. The instrumental drew me right in. I, I actually liked it a lot.
2: How are we describing... This album isn't fun. Like fun is like West Side, we out to ride. Nighttime, who about to die? <laughs> like that, that's fun. This was, once again, it's not bad, but I don't know. I, I didn't catch the fun. Maybe it's because I wasn't into the dolphin sounds as much as everybody else.
0: It, I guess so, I can't your reference there. So that type of fun is more like, yeah, like dance, party. Like I'm having fun. Whereas like this type of fun, is almost more like a troll fun you know this is more of like a uh, yo this shit is hilarious yo like this yeah. is like this is like after you know like, hearing, like, the debates last night and the stupid shit that went on there, this is the type of shit that takes you out of that world and puts you in something completely just, like, nonsensical, like, completely fucking diff- different, you know? Like, there's the um, fun where you're, you know, watching basketball, and there's their fun where you're watching, like, Smosh on YouTube, you know? Like, there's just different types of fun, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, this is closer to, like, Smosh-type
1: fun, some shit like that, you know? Um... And he still talks about jumping in jacuzzis with 12 girls on this, so I feel <laughs> like he's still... And, like, doing drugs. I feel like he's checking all the rat boxes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My drugs are waiting for me in the mailroom, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't... So, C12H16N2, do y'all know what that is? Is that something? I'm gonna Google that, is, I'm assuming, uh, that, is that is some drug or something?
1: I'd, i know what that that is and it is a drug that is the chemical formula for dmt okay which yeah for those of you don't know it's this like this chemical that you create in your body when you're born and when you die and there's also you can find it in some kind of like crazy ass plant in south america and then you can like smoke it and then you get these kind of like wild visions of when people said oh i see I saw god right before i died uh, a lot of people interpret that as this like dmt chemical that's going into your brain that you only create in your own body naturally when you sleep right and life or
0: where you could create no, minor doses of it minor doses of it when you dream but like ma- mainly yeah when you when you're born and when uh-huh. you die from I here yeah
1: yeah so a little for the, for the title i thought it was weird at first i had to look that up there. yeah i was like what the fuck? okay
0: i didn't have anything to say about the song it's the title was strange um, Latin Grammys though. I oh, may I not be able to, to, say, to touch my hoes but I will still fuck these hoes. <laughs> Best oh, line God. in the whole yeah, song.
1: <laughs> well, I just explained that to me.
2: Okay,
1: to, <laughs> to, to go back to the DMT the DMT song once, yeah. uh, I wanted to, to uh give props to the production on that one because it had mm-hmm. the like weird choral section, mm-hmm. um, which is super different than all the other sounds on this album um, and just really unique. And one of the things I came in this album afraid of was, is every song going to sound the same? Like I've been hearing with a lot of rap albums and Mm -hmm. the production on that one made sure, like even if Action Bronson uses kind of a like similar cadence and rhythm, Mm -hmm. the song feels super different. So I wanted to give it props in that sense, Um, but we can head back to Latin Grammys now. Uh, Yes, genius.
2: (laughs) genius lyricism of I may not be able to touch my hoes but I still touch these hoes
0: no no I may not be able to touch my toes but I will still fuck these hoes oh okay
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah Mark, Mark you just messed it up when you said it a little bit because you said bad. toes twice oh but I did my bad
0: my bad yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I may not be able to touch my toes but I will still fuck these hoes <laughs>
1: Dude, if you're fat, just own it. You're Ashton Come on, I love that. Uh, Wait, so on the sh- real,
2: can fat people not touch their toes? Some can't. Cause I'm. I can't. I can't even touch my toes, Let's dude. See if I can touch my toes.
1: <laughs> this is not great podcast material. <laughs> audio only format, but. Yeah, I did it. Give <laughs> <laughs> okay. me all about two
0: seconds. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but uh I think that's just like that's a once again, that's just a great line. Uh, it's weird because it didn't flow by any means with the song, but it was still yeah. great. Like just comedically, like I feel like this album was almost half stand up comedy, you know? Like, yeah. just, like it was just it was funny. Like that's that's your that's the only note I have written down before that song, which is so fucking funny, you know. Um no, no, no. I thought that show was great. <laughs> um, um, I do wish <laughs> to
1: to cut um, <laughs> to cut Milo some slack. I do wish he didn't repeat it six times at the end of the repeat song. It lot. He like, did a I was shit. like, okay, the jokes, the jokes, pretty funny. Now, if you're if you can't touch your toes for a whole for a whole verse, that's maybe should work out a little bit. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Uh and this one like to the same thing I said about the production in the last song. This one is completely different. This one feels like this is one that said, okay, now I am in I am in Miami. I'm not in New York. Um this feels like this feels like something completely different. So props again to the production on it.
0: I mean, we could if y'all want, we could go to Goldeneye in a second, but to skip that real quick, if you really want to talk about production. I thought by far this is top two most interesting production for me. Actually, this is probably the most interesting production was Mongolia. Like, what was that beat? Like, I, I don't even know how, it didn't even keep a pace. Like, it was just, it was just climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and somehow all three rappers just kept flowing over it. So shout out Bronson, shout out Hologram, and shout out Ma'am Lauren. Like, that was, that was fire. I don't know how they did it, but that shit was fire.
1: Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it necessarily. Yeah. It's one of those things. Please go listen to this song. Please. Like, I probably please. will vote for it to add to the playlist later. But I just don't even know how to do it. But the way, like you said, Mark, he did all the rappers are woven into the way that it kind of ascends super well. Mm-hmm. Milo, what do you think of that beat?
2: I didn't remember it. I, I had to go re- listen to a sample of the song just to remind yeah. myself. But hearing it, uh, the beat sounds nice. I didn't have any problem with the beats. It was just what people were saying over it. I was just like, I'm not, I'm not engaged in
0: this. Oh yeah, yeah. No, if, I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're looking for like deep lyricism, yeah, Action Action bronze is not gonna be the person you want to go to. You know, he's closer to a comedian than other things. But um, I mean, he could, he could wrap his ass off though. Um,
1: but I would also say that this lyricism is like, it's funny, it's not serious, but it's so much. More like, personality. So much, yeah. There's so much more personality than NLE Chopper right? Oh, by like, far,
0: no question.
1: Right, Milo. Will we give him that? That compared to like that style of music, there's a lot more <laughs> to his like his bars.
2: Well, yes. That's why I say it's kind of how I feel about Earl Sweatshirt. Earl Sweatshirt clearly can rap and clearly has something to say. But and I mentioned this to Mark a while back when I listened to Earl Sweatshirt closely. This isn't the case here. But when I listen to Earl structure closely, it kind of feels like he's not really saying anything, but he's just very good at rapping it, so it sounds like he's saying something. Whereas here, when I listen to it and I, he's rapping well, I'm just like, I, I'm not, these things, these topics, they're not, how can I put this? I'm not into it. Talk about something different.
0: I'm not gonna take this Earl disrespect much longer, dog. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you right now, <laughs> um, but like even in so like the song shredder on this album this is the one where he's going over that smooth jazz instrumental sounds like you know he's with like a glass of whiskey at like a club you know with you know the nice suits and the hats and whatnot um and he's rapping super smoothly and he had pretty sure like he's saying some like shit over that like even that all like all that shit sounded way more serious than any ollie chopper's whole album you know so like when he is going out and saying some shit like it's it's legit you know even though he chooses to be more you know comedical sometimes you know
1: um hey for um for shredder i gotta i gotta give this one props this one is going on the on one of my personal like weed smoke playlists like this is a weed-smoking song in my mind That's to, to the highest degree, Shredder pun intended. Shredder.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, Shredder, Shredder sets a vibe, yo. Like, at first mm-hmm. I was like, when I heard an instrumental, I was like, oh, okay, this is nice. Like, this is, like, they, they, I would say by far this instrumental is most different from the rest of them. Like, this instrumental doesn't have, like, a Miami or Caribbean vibe to it. This one is just, like, a very smooth jazz vibe. But, like, when he starts rapping over it, too, I was like, ooh yeah this is nice yo Um
2: and none of us were distracted by his voice like no one got the west side gun vibes that was the only no. he does not
0: sound like what's that gun to me I yeah think. oh like what's gun whaps like this man and he whaps so high <laughs> and when i did man like i can't do that bro Westside Gun, oh my god i hate his voice dog it's so high bro in that dumb, I, oh, no, I can't do that shit, bro. <laughs> like, this is coming roster. from the Young Thug fan. It <laughs> 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 does not rap in the high of a register, bro. Like I don't even know how you compare those two, Doug. Like, they don't sound the same to me whatsoever.
2: <laughs> so the Dow Jones has dropped about 056
1: <laughs> Would you have liked this album more if it was talking about your stocks? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All about money you about to make.
2: <laughs> I would have liked this album more if it didn't make me feel like I was in an inpatient in an asylum having <laughs>
0: my,
1: See, things this, in my ears. This album I really gonna listen
0: to. like that though, which is kind of cool. Right?
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm a dolphin swimming off the coast. Yeah. I don't I don't know why you're an inpatient. Yeah. <laughs> um
2: and then he kept saying the name, only for dolphins, man. Like, Negro, that is not a
0: hard <laughs> title. That is... That's a, that's a hard-ass title. I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's not. Like, that immediately made me want to listen to this. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I heard his last album, I wasn't like, eh. But then when I saw this title, I was like, oh, god damn, I got to hear this actually Bronson album.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so I, I think you're wrong. I'm going to be honest. No. <laughs> Milo, did you ever... Go ahead. Did,
1: did you ever hear that song by Riff Raff called Pink Dolphin featuring Mac Miller? Nah. That's a great song. That's a great song. They use, I think, it's the same dolphin oh, sound, and it's yes. it's so much less serious than this album. And the rapping is so much worse. Except for Mac Miller actually raps, but riff that rap is, is like riff rap quality, and it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna listen to that as soon as this episode ends, bro.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna to listen to that oh song my. too. Riff rap. Oh
0: my gosh. Yo, in the song cliffhanger, he says, "I may have landed a role in the new Matrix." Swear to God. Yeah. Swear to god, if Action Bronson is in a new Matrix movie, I'ma lose my shit, bro. I'm gonna keep an eye out for that shit. I'm so fucking excited if Action Bronson's in a new
1: Matrix movie, bro.
0: Off tops. I'ma be stoked.
1: Also, I like how um how he comes back on this track to driving like big SUVs because he's talking about how he's driving Jeeps Mm -hmm. and he's driving um and in his second verse here, he's he's talking about driving around the mall like it's Mario Kart. Like <laughs> dolphins dolphins play Mario Kart. Stockbrokers like Milo don't. <laughs>
0: um also if you 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 gotta check out no matter what, y'all gotta check out the song Splash. So this is a song we were talking about. Yeah. It sounds just like or it it is not sounds like it is a French commercial. Like I didn't know that at first. At first I just heard splash baklava. And I was like, what? And then I didn't hear him say bye baklava. I was like, what? it is just bad. And then I hear him go, men, women, whatever. And I was was like, what? (laughs) I just started dying, bro. And then I was like, dude, you've got to be kidding me. And then he says, splash, a new flagrance (laughs) by Baku. And I just started dying, bro. Like, this man is hilarious. Like That's when, like, when I heard that is when I was like, yo, this is, this man's, like, this is, he is, I don't know, he's the mood I need right now. Like, he's, like, he's the release I needed right now. This is this is amazing. after
1: this podcast next time or throw on this song after you get done listen to splash and the next time you take a shower as you're soaping off splash by baklava you'll immediately love this album way more
0: dude i really hope he actually releases some shit called <laughs> splash. oh god i'm gonna buy it On oh, oh yeah god bro swear oh, sure. um also on the last song hard target where he says best-selling author dude he is actually i think he said two times too he has two books, I believe. Uh, I know one is uh, Fuck, That's Delicious, at least. But I think he's a two-times best-selling author. Um, so the man is incredibly talented. Um,
1: you know, this was, like, probably my least favorite song on the album. just because it was, like, it felt so much more... Like, the energy felt lower to me. Mm-hmm. And not in a way that made it feel like a weed song. Mm-hmm. Um not to say that the lyricism is bad. I definitely had to, like, look at the books that he'd wrote, and that was kind of sick. Um, but I would have liked to end on a little bit of a higher note. Uh, not yeah. to say the song is bad. The ending, yeah, the ending
0: definitely didn't, like, win it over for me. Holy shit, apparently he had a cameo role in The Irishman. Sorry, I just had to mention that real quick. Didn't know that. Well,
1: he, he, he mentioned that in the song, right? He did? I didn't hear that. Oh, that's crazy.
0: The song well, "Splash" he
1: mentioned it somewhere on the album,
2: uh, I think, is a good example of a problem I think is endemic throughout this entire album. You have this be- beat, and I like the music of it, especially because I, I tend to like like eighty sounds. Uh, I didn't appreciate, you know, the whole "Splash" deal. I didn't, I didn't find that too funny. But when he starts rapping on it, and this is the thing that I really appreciate about Aubrey, is Aubrey changes his personality when he's presented with a new beat. And like you've got singing Aubrey, you've got ten bands, twenty bands, fifty bands. Aubrey. Then you got Aubrey when he's just rapping on, like you know, he's just trying to tell you stories about his life over some sold-up sample. But this fool presented with this, this, this choice beat, raps the same style of rapping he's been rapping on every song. Like change your personality what? to the beat sometimes, and you can have a little bit of like dynamic delivery. So you don't show any
0: worker.
1: Milo, would it be better if he did a fake Jamaican or a fake English accent on this? Would that have made it better? You
0: know what? Yeah, you know. Would it be better if he had writers writing all his writing all oh. his raps for him? Would that be better? Oh, I just want to know.
1: Would oh.
0: that be better?
2: Wait, this is a fiction podcast. A podcast?
0: <laughs> I thought I better? thought we were. This in the hip hop. Also oh, we talking sure. about fiction.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, Lord I of the we're Rings. We're talking about the...
0: rappers cuz if we're talking about rappers, I'm not going to talk about people who actually rap. No,
2: it sounds like you're you're talking about made-up stories. So, I mean, we're talking <laughs> oh, about Harry Potter.
0: Not made-up stories. I Potter you know, I'm a pretty big Potter Made-up made stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh god.
1: Anywho. Um, yeah, alan has got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Be, yeah. We're talking about people who, who make up stories. Doing <laughs> we're we're gonna. Do we want me to bring up Drake and his his son that he was hiding from the world? They got exposed. He was not hiding. <laughs> he was hiding the world from his son.
2: You, disrespectful.
1: Okay. All right. Let's, Dave.
0: What? Oh, You're irreverent. This is not a Drake episode. We did that first, and that was the last one we'll do. Um. So, as I mentioned at the beginning of this uh, episode, he was on a Diamond Genesis album. I got the names wrong of the songs because I really think y'all should check out the songs if y'all like this album. Um, the album was called No Idols and the two songs were called Elimination Chamber. That song was featuring Girl Sweatshirt and Mitch Staples. The other song was called Daily News and that song featured Space Ghost Perp and Girl Sweatshirt. Wait, so,
2: say that other name again? Give me a what? What? You said there was another song called Daily News. News.
0: No, the other song was called Daily News featuring Daily. Ghost Perp and Earl Sweatshirt. Okay. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I mean, that's... It's a short album. There's not there's not a ton to say about this album. Uh, it's pretty short, pretty concise. You know, he's very much out there. It's fun. It's relaxing. It's nothing you got to really concentrate hard on. He's... It's kind of a feel-good album. We just throw it on in the background to kind of chill to, laugh, you know? Like, it's, it's relaxing. To be honest, I definitely – I give this a spicy. We want to we
1: wanna do the spiceometer right now? I mean,
0: unless y'all got something else to say about it. Okay.
1: All right, Mark, uh, you want to elaborate on that spicy a little more or you want to just hand it off? I'm
0: going to hand it off.
1: Uh, Alan? Yeah, I said in the beginning, this thing's spicy. I stand by that. It's uh, – It hits the like the fun songs, it hits funny, he raps well, it has when it's chill, it's like chill in the sense of I could just smoke a bowl of this and it's gonna be really good. So yeah, this is an easy spicy. Milo?
2: Not spicy, but as spicy as a sedative or a thorazine drip if you wanna relax yourself to sleep. This is definitely a good tranquilizer.
1: You're not a dolphin.
2: I'm not a Dolphin. I, I, I'm a Seahawks fan. So yeah, now I guess maybe I do have something against
0: Dolphins. Um, top two songs for me, uh, easily, Shredder goes on there. Uh, it's going to be Shredder and Capoeira
1: for me. For me, I'm gonna go with Shredder and Splash by Baklava.
2: Okay, I'm gonna pick these two tracks just based off of the memorability test that T.I. uses, Mr. Tip uses, so you know, I'm gonna go with Splash on this one. And uh, just so I don't take too long, I'm gonna go with Capoeira.
1: So that means that Splash is two votes, Capoeira is two votes, is that the two? Is that the final yep, two? Yeah, that's the two. Okay, so we're gonna be throwing "Splash" and "Coopera," the first song, onto our <laughs> album appetizer playlist on Spotify. Make sure you're checking that out. Uh, it's getting better every single week.
0: Ooh, it's hot now. It is hot now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Make sure you're doing that. Put it on, put it on shuffle. Hopefully, you'll find something that uh, that you like. But "Splash" and. Capoeira will be added <laughs> on there. You have said Did that word different every fucking time you said it. <laughs> Did every you ever play Tekken? You said it different.
0: You're not even consistent.
2: <laughs> I know you game. You had to have played Tekken and played with Eddie Gordo. <laughs>
1: I'm, a, I'm a Street Fighter guy, my dude. <laughs> um,
0: well, what album are we doing next week? Who are we doing next week? We are doing who do we decide.
2: Uh, oh. Yeah, good old YG.
0: YG. YG is dropping an album this weekend so next week we'll be uh reviewing yg we're excited for that um love him, love all his albums so super stoked for that um yeah look out and we have our new consistent schedule we'll be dropping episodes every monday from here on out so please 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 look up for that for all of you that have followed on are followed uh so far and listen consistently
1: we appreciate you thank you so much for listening yeah, thanks so much, guys. And we will see you next week with YG. Ciao.
0: Peace.